bad movies, bad life advice, and even worse life decisions. We cover it all here on the Life with Kenny podcast. I'm your host, Kenny. Grab a beer, sit back, and relax for this week's episode, because things are about to get weird. What's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Jimmy was off the hook. I know you really don't listen to Slipknot. Does You are listening to a Life with Kenny podcast. Not quite my tempo. It's all good. No worries. Here we go. All right, welcome to this week's episode of Movie Nights, the podcast series where we discuss the best and worst movies in cinema history this week. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Patrick. What? And Kyle. That's my name. And uh, we have a special guest this week, a listener and one of two reviewers of the podcast. <laughs> Why'd you gotta do me like that right in the beginning? <laughs> um, uh, Alana. <laughs> Do you, do you prefer Alana, Alana, Elena, oh, Ali? Most, uh, my family calls me Al. So. Ch- Chief Keef. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, this week we are watching Hereditary. Um, this is, I guess it would be Kyle's pick. Sure is. For movies mm-hmm. to scare Kyle. Um, yeah. Patrick, did you think give any thought to what your movie is going to be? Yeah, I gave it lots of thought. <laughs> Have you made a decision? Absolutely not. Yeah, I okay. will, don't worry. Maybe tits on. <laughs> Lots of thought as he it passes his mind once a week. Yep. <laughs> Shit, I gotta pick something here right away. Uh, so yeah, this week we're watching Hereditary. I think my mic just got turned off somehow. That's okay. Um, uh, from 2018, starring Tony Collette, Millie Shapiro, Alex Wolf, and Ari Aster, as the director and writer of the movie. Where's my? Um, so. I guess we should just go straight to the questions. Um, have any of you guys seen this movie before? Yeah. Nope. I haven't, but I listened to a review on a different podcast about it, so I kind of know what it's about. What did okay. they say? Uh, they really liked it. They were like, um, it's called the Dead Meat Podcast. They um, they both went to cinema school or something like that, like for art or whatever. Wow. So, okay. so you would makes, say that makes they're sense why they would like it more informed than Kenny to make a decision on whether it's a good movie. I mean, I wasn't going to say that, but that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, there's there's being informed and then there's being pretentious. So I yeah. guess it just depends on what. Which you're, one are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't I don't have a <laughs> cinema art school degree, so I guess it just depends. Um, you. <laughs> uh, so Kyle and Alana, do you guys think you'll like this movie? I guess you probably know all of the spoilers and stuff. Yes, I, I know all the spoilers, but I don't watch a lot of... I like more um, like the 70s, 80s, like Jason and Freddy kind of movies. Great. I don't... So I did do. you watch Sleepaway Camp then? No. <laughs> no. Don't. <laughs> if, you, if you do, I have a theme song I can send you. <laughs> for, uh, that one I've heard it. Forever. Um, okay, so Kyle, do you think you'll like it then since you're kind of going in blind? I hope so. I just, I don't know if I like it. I just want it to scare me. And I've heard it's uh, a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that. But I don't know if, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to stay optimistic. <laughs> Do you watch a lot of scary movies? Like, like I used to until... I like met, I know Victoria doesn't. Until I met Tori. Yeah. <laughs> and then I quit watching scary movies because she can't watch them. She gets too scared. Interesting. Um... 
Yeah, Patrick, you liked this movie the first time you watched it, right? I did, yeah. I thought it was decent. So are you excited to revisit it then? Um, I don't know if I'm excited to revisit it because I, I didn't watch it that long ago. So it's probably going to be a bit of a mission to get through. But Well, speaking of which, we're going to be watching Overlord probably next week. Yeah, probably shouldn't have watched that so soon either, should I? <laughs> so uh, there's that. Um, oh, be all right. Take some sleeping tablets. <laughs> um, I, know, I know Kenny's excited to rewatch this. He's just—he's been talking about it for like the past month. And you, you know wait. what? I actually like—I—I um, I used to review movies on Letterboxd. It's an app where you just review movies and stuff on. What was your name? Well, it's Life with Kenny. One, mm-hmm. two, three. <laughs> sixty-nine, because <laughs> sixty-eight was already taken. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna read that for you guys later, and we'll see if my opinion still holds up. But uh, I think this time, since Alana is going to be our guest, I'll probably split up the trivia and the reviews between the three of you guys to read this time. Awesome. And then I'll just read my own review from last time, and we'll discuss this movie that has oh so much to discuss. Right on. Um, But before we get into the movie, we like to discuss things we've been watching and uh, some movie trailers, which we all just watched together. So which would you guys prefer to jump into first? I've watched Dick All this week, so... What's what's Dick All? <laughs> Is that new? That's the new Chris Lilly show. <laughs> yeah. He it's plays new, every uh, character. <laughs> I can't think of any directors that direct weird stuff. Ari right. Aster, the guy who did fucking I've watched so many fucking movies, but I don't know anyone that directs movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, now hopefully this podcast will educate you since I've been uh, reading that out every week. Um, yeah. Does that mean I'm listening? <laughs> uh, Kyle, have you watched anything recently? Um, not a lot. I watched the that new Ted Bundy mm-hmm. movie with Zac Efron. Yeah, I watched halfway through. It that. wasn't. It, was, it wasn't good. Pretty garbage. It, R- really? You guys didn't you know, like okay. it? I liked it. I thought. I thought it would be better if I didn't watch the Ted Bundy tapes beforehand. Really? Mm. Because I found like it was um, contrast to that sort of. It was through the eyes of his girlfriend wasn't it yeah the the issue with the new ted bundy movie um compared to the ted bundy tapes is i kept finding flaws in like timelines and details like what do you have examples because um, i got about halfway through and i thought it was pretty consistent the biggest <laughs> one that bothered me and i tried researching it because i hadn't watched the ted bundy tapes for a while but was when he showed up to meet Liz mm-hmm. for the first time with a VW bug, which I'm pretty positive in the Ted Bundy tapes, they said like he got into bugs and bought one because of like her dad or something had one. Yeah. And I don't she remember also that. had a, she also had a bug and that's why like, um, he, he allegedly kidnapped and those two girls from the lake with the blue punch buggy, which was actually hers. No, it was the it yellow one. It was the one. yellow one, yeah. Yeah, it was, was it? his. Yeah. It was his car. That's why they found him. No, but his was, they, like, um, there was even reports of uh, the guy had a different colored punch buggy than he actually owned. That That's why when she called in to say it might be Ted, they said that's the wrong color bug. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure... Um, I'll look it it's, up. It's consistently been the. I'll look it up. It's it's actually not even yellow. It's like a tan. Yeah, it's like a cream colored. 
cream colored. I, I, I don't know for sure based off of the, the Bundy tapes mm-hmm. that they did, but off of like the four different podcasts that I did that covered the story in depth, I remember it always being that same car. So, um, like I, I said, we could be wrong. We don't have fact checkers. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't really stop thinking about high school musical. You guys talk about other things that I'm going to bring way through. You big fan of High School Musical? I preferred High School Musical to the uh, Ted Bundy movie, yeah. Well, um, this is where we're going to announce our musical month next week. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I'd probably rewatch High School Musical. It was fucking nuts, man. You imagine going to that school and just being fucking terrified every day that they're going to break out into song. I feel like we solve free. a lot of issues with breaking out into song, don't you think? They solve lots of things on that show. Well, no, like imagine <laughs> imagine one day you're a bit under the weather and you walk into school and everyone's like fucking singing dancing. along and you're like... <sighs> yeah, joke's on you. The day you went to school is also the day of the Columbine shooting, so your dancing's not going to save Jesus. you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's another oh. worry in the States. <laughs> they just have the guns aimed at you and you're just going, so. Yeah, like it's a 50-50 chance there'll either be a school shooting or you'll break into song. Right. <laughs> Eventually, like one songs. day you'll be hoping more for the other one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it depends how good or bad you are at song and dance. So, mm. mm-hmm. um, Alana, have you uh, seen anything since you're uh, the new guest? Yeah, I um, a couple of things came out. I'm guessing out. you probably have like 27 years of stuff that you've watched before. Yes, so. yeah, I'm not going to go through it all, but um, <laughs> the all last right. week, um, a couple things. Go ahead, Kyle. You I just, I just want to interject here. Um, this is on Bundy file uh, in through Google. It says um, his fiance Liz also had a light blue VW Bug. In fact, it was her car he was driving when he abducted and murdered two women at Lake. Samish in July 1974. Right. He later mentioned stealing a Volkswagen while on the run from police in 77. So that's probably why she called it in was because it, she recognized that it was probably her car. Yeah. And then it, it also, this is kind of weird, but it says um, he liked the punch buggy because he could easily remove the passenger seat to easily control his victims once they were unconscious. He could quickly handcuff a a young woman to the passenger door door ensuring she couldn't escape until they arrived at their destination so yeah that's why he chose the bug and it was good on gas apparently awesome so that's uh that's life legends this week thanks for tuning in for the ted bundy talk yeah um yeah i don't know patrick you said you got halfway through it too is there a reason you turned it off um it was fucking boring man well, did you do you know much about Ted Bundy? Yeah, I know a fair him? bit. Yeah, yeah. He was a nutcase, but he was also very fit. See, that's that's what I thought they did a good job of is making him attractive to people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he, he he was just very charming. I reckon I, I'd be a fantastic serial killer. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, we I'm, could argue that, but <laughs> I, I'm British, so instantly either trustworthy or criminal. Well, I think step one of being a serial killer is you have to have your own car. <laughs> I well, except you, you borrow your yeah. I was gonna say you could borrow your girlfriend's, but it's um, not her car. I just wanna just wanna clarify that. <laughs> I also didn't like about the movie how they made him seem uh, like he wasn't guilty. Like I how they they agree. tried to so push that. You know why they did eyes. that, right? Well, because he 
obviously didn't want to be guilty. No, it's it's also because they were doing it from <laughs> a no. perspective of her. Yes. Yeah, I know. No, no, they, no. Of of new viewers coming in not knowing the story. So the whole idea is people coming in to watch this movie, and they they filmed it the way where it was the whole time the viewer would be like, did he or didn't he? Yeah, but no, if you're familiar with Ted Bundy, the whole time you're watching it, you're like, of course he did it. Why are they making it seem this way? But even but at the end why. of the movie, they they didn't even have a confession from well, him. Well, I didn't they said, finish it, but... At the end of the movie, they had no confession from him or nothing. All it was, was at the end, it just said the list of his victims and nothing ridiculously factional saying that he did admit to doing it, which he did in the end, <laughs> in his final days. Right. Or day, uh, I guess. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It just, that bothered me, how they filmed it like that, trying to make him kind of look like he didn't do it. Well, that was like an issue people had with um, the Ted Bundy tapes was just because they made him seem like such a likable guy that people had an issue with yeah, that too. Yeah, the, the Ted Bundy tapes to me was fucking stupid and pointless. Great, so. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Official review here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alana, let's Anyways, get to your sorry. No, no, that's okay. I'm just uh, going to fix your microphone real quick okay, if that's okay. Sure, yep. There's just... Sorry. No, that's okay. This just has to be facing you a bit. Okay, perfect. Yeah. It's okay. all right. He already did that to me, and I've been doing this yeah. every week for the we, past we year. Have a, we have a new setup now because my basement started flooding, so we're recording in a new space, so it's going to be a bit more echoey than usual. But yeah, Maybe no furnace. We won't have the furnace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenny likes us to have the mics inside of our mouths when we talk, which is... Uh, a bit well a preferably pain. you'd have them inside your sphincter but inside your mouth is a good secondary yeah, i don't know if the sound quality would be very good it'd be very damp <laughs> just a bit swampy <laughs> yeah. yeah if you've All never right. recorded something before it's kind of weird to have something in your face yeah it's it's definitely new <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> All right, Alana, let's look. Okay, so I um I don't know. I watched a couple things, but um oh, the first one that just came out, it's um on Netflix. It's called Tuca and Birdie. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Oh, I've seen It's a in the bit same world as Bojack Horseman, so mm. it's like Is it so it's animated? Yes. Well, and it's cool. um yeah. I don't know. It was okay. I I like Bojack Horseman a lot more. It was it's something I put on as background sort of, so Was there any like really good uh voice actors in it? Um, I, the girl from Nailed It, Nicole Byers, she does a guest voice almost every, um, week, um, or whatever, every episode. Tiffany Haddish is the main, one of the main character, she plays Tuka, and Ali Wong plays Birdie. So two comedians. Rough, man. Tiffany Haddish is somebody that I, I have a tough time liking Me for too. some reason. Who is Tiffany She's Haddish? Um, she was in, uh, have you seen the movie Keanu? The Key and Peele one? Oh, yeah. She was like the main girl in that movie. What's her mm-hmm. name? I literally T- already forgot. Tiffany it. Haddish. <laughs> um, I think she's in a new movie with Kevin Hart coming mm-hmm. out pretty soon. Yeah, let me see that Google search too. Tiffany Radish. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what else have it you? It was been okay, watching? and then um, I'm I watch anime. So oh, well, there you go. So season two of Baki bit, came bit out. Bit blokey, isn't she? Oh, right on. <laughs> bit blokey. No, I've never seen that girl in my life. I don't think. <laughs> Like if I if I I don't know I reckon she could fucking do me with a single punch. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. I feel like she's the type of girl that would talk you into bed and then a theme song would kick in, Patrick. I think she's the kind of girl that would talk me into the back of her car. <laughs> it's like, surprise, it's me, Rob Schneider. <laughs> no, I wouldn't mind. Patrick I wouldn't would mind be down. <laughs> you, wrong with a bit you'd, just, you'd just wink at him and be like, Daddy? <laughs> yeah. All right, so what was the um, anime? Oh, it's called Baki. Um, season one came out about six months ago, probably, and season two just came out. Is, is it Netflix, is, too? Yeah. Is it a Netflix, like, original series? Yeah. The first season was really good. Um, season two was meh, but, yeah. So what is it about? So it's Baki is um, the son of um, the world's strongest man, kind of, and oh. all I didn't know Kyle had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> All these criminals break out of jail from like different countries. So there's a Russian guy, an American guy, and they all want to, they want to feel what it's like to be defeated because they've never been defeated. So it's just a bunch of ripped old dudes fighting. It's very Japanese and I love it. <laughs> is it, is it, um, is it dubbed or is yes, it, yeah, you can listen to it dubbed. Um, the dubbing is actually pretty good compared to some of the other ones I've listened to. It sounds like similar to One Punch Man to me. One, uh, kind of. Where it's like one everybody trying to, yeah, One Punch Man is like my so my go to. Right. I wanna I wanna make Patrick watch. <laughs> Didn't you have like a button. boob shirt or something from that show? I, I yeah I have an opai sweater, which means like big tits in Japanese, and it's like a a, a t shirt that he wears on the show, and mm-hmm. it looks like you have boobs. It's like the logo. <laughs> <laughs> I remember mm-hmm. first I time I saw Kenny wear that, I was like, what a fucking loser. Yeah, and you were like, you were like do you got tits? <laughs> and then I took it off in shame, and underneath was my Dragon Sound t-shirt. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, As if you were wearing both. Let's were just... you like genuinely trying to fill out the tip portion of the shirt? I mean, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I've got like a sweater off a bunch of Kleenex fellow too. Yeah, yeah. I've got like a solid B cup. I think I'd be all right. I'm, I'm yeah, not I'm afraid to admit just that. Just realized that I the, got mic some can actually, the mic's actually picking me up, rubbing my chest. <laughs> so there were, there's that if anyone's interested. Everyone's interested. Um, so Baki season two. Yeah, it was okay. I would, pre- um, if somebody was going to watch it, I would say watch season one. And, and just stop two. at that? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think so. And then the only other one I watched that we haven't talked about is called, I just watched episode one last night. It's called Dead to Me. And the um, the main character is Christina Applegate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I just saw that on yeah. Netflix. It was it was good. It There's was a lot of new shit coming out on Netflix. Every month, I think they take stuff off and put new stuff on. So yeah. since the month just rolled over, yeah, it was. Um, she, her husband's killed in a hit and run, and she goes to this like grief counseling group therapy thing, and she meets this other girl that um, her husband also died. Her fiance, I guess, and they bond and. There's twists and turns, even in the yeah. first episode. It was good. It's more of like a, like a, I don't know, white collar humor kind of thing. But it was good. Back. Get it then. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just sit there staring at me. Help have, me out. Have you have you seen the Good Place before? Yes. So would you say it's like something similar oh, to that? Oh, I think that's mine. It's not as like upfront about the humor. The humor. <laughs> <laughs> the humor is a little more like like you have to search for it a little bit, kind of. Gotcha. And it's a little more dark because it's about people dying. So right? would you would you say it's more of a drama than anything? Like a dramedy. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. Like right. there's definitely not a word. Are you sure? <laughs> if it's not, it should be because I like that a lot. <laughs> Um, I'm kidding, just being a prick. This isn't one that I've seen recently, but on the topic of Netflix stuff, have any of you guys seen the the series Us? Or not Us, is it? it, Oh, You, that's it. Us is the movie. uh, Tori watched it. I watched a couple episodes with her, but 
when I started like like six episodes in and it's pretty good. I missed a lot so I couldn't fucking watch it. I don't I don't like the fact that they sequel baited it though. Don't think it needed a second season. Well, it's based yeah. off of a series of books, right? Well, fuck me, I guess. So I, I'm, uh, I, because I, I felt the same way, but when I read what the next book, like the second book is about, it actually seems kind of promising if they bring it back. Cause yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was all right. I just, I don't like Netflix series that are like 45 minutes long, you know? I watched, yeah. uh, says the guy who watches Walking Dead weekly. <laughs> I watched, uh, <laughs> I haven't watched The Walking Dead for a good two years. I'm just bust your best. Fear The Walking Dead on the other hand. So, what is finished. you about? I've never heard of it. Um, so d- did you watch Gossip Girl at all? That's not my cup. Um, yeah, I watched that and I couldn't get over the fact that the guy in the U is this is <laughs> and gossip. you thought we were average straight males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's um I actually was like surprised with how Fuck much you, I Patrick. liked that show. Oh. Sitting over there with a smug face. Fucking... Well, he just sits there and says, yeah, I watch Gossip Girl. All right, Kyle, fucking I, really. I did in. watch it. I watched all of them. <laughs> and you want to know the plot twist? Gossip Girl wasn't a girl at all. Tranny trick. Who was it? It was Dan Humphreys. Yeah. Was it actually? I don't know. Spoilers. Oh. <laughs> they went fucking eight seasons and were just like, yeah, it was a dude the whole time. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid <laughs> XO, at the end XO. when they made it him. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be him. Uh-huh. I'm pretty fucking positive. And yeah. then all of a sudden they were just like, wow, everyone knows who it is. So we're just going to change it now. Uh-huh. Also, uh, uh, do you know... Pretty reckless liars. The pretty, pretty little, little liars. <laughs> no, no, the pretty. Oh, the the pretty reckless. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That the lead singer girl. It, it that was like her first show was um, Gossip, Gossip girl. girl. I thought she was in the Taylor Monson. Oh right, yeah. Well, fuck Don't yeah. Screw around, fuck me, Kyle. right? She was in what? <laughs> the, Grinch. the Grinch. She was Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, yeah, in but she was also in Gossip Girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but yeah. I I fucked up and said like that was like one of her first things, but that would be like her <laughs> first. I'm gonna I'm gonna Knight? say it was her first fucking <laughs> TV role. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, this got out of hand quick. Uh, so has anybody else got uh, anything else that they've watched? No? Okay, so we're going to jump into some trailers here. Um, there's a trailer that came out today that I put on. And the reason I put this one in for us to watch was because um, it's from the same studio that released Hereditary. Uh, A24, they're called. So they do a lot of like art house type movies. Um, indie movies. Uh, the the trailer we watched is called The Farewell, uh, starring Evian. Is that Evian? Uh, Fiji? Like the water? That's the same. Fiji. What? That's the same one that. Are you talking crawl or? We're talking. No, no, the first one with the the cancer. That was the same one that. It's that, the same studio. Yeah. As Hereditary. Oh, I thought you were talking about the second one. All right. No. Um. So yeah, this one it's starring. Um, yeah, Fiji Water. Uh, she's apparently like really famous now. <laughs> I'm so fucking confused. Do you want to explain the joke to my okay. brother? Are we talking about the dying one? Yes. yes. Okay. So that was filmed at the same studio as Hereditary. Yes. Okay, no, that is probably not at the same up. studio, but it was by the same studio. They didn't film it all in the same place. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because it, it looked like in you Japan. are being super gimpy today, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, go on. All right, so I'll shut up. <laughs> so, would you like would you like to explain the uh, Nestle water joke to my mm, brother here? Mm. 
Do you understand? Like, Nestle water? I thought it was Fiji. Yeah, it's aqua. It's uh, it's Dasani. <laughs> Dasani. Can, can we not just move on? Just scrap this. Does it matter? As long as you bring the water. Okay. Well, <laughs> what are we fucking talking about now? Uh, the act, the main actress in the movie's name is Aquafini. Yeah, Aquafini. I don't care, but Kyle now is expecting us. I all couldn't to hand fucking him some read that. <laughs> This wow. is a fucking okay? shambles. <laughs> okay, so the movie trailer that we watched is about an Asian family deciding whether or not, well, I guess specifically the granddaughter deciding whether or not she needs to tell her grandmother that she's dying of cancer. Not that the girl's dying of cancer, that the grandmother is dying of cancer. Because in Chinese culture, saying you have cancer is just a death sentence. So they're like, basically, do you tell grandma that she's dying or just let her live life in ignorance, I guess? Which is I'd, what I I'd got probably from it. want to know, so I could just take a bunch of drugs and go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> right? I was gonna say, like, wouldn't you know if you had cancer? Like, wouldn't that kind of yeah. ravage? Like, your as inside? as soon as I get to seventy five, I am taking all sorts of shit. Right. I gotta like, say, it really confused me with who actually had the cancer because the grandma was just fucking living yeah, and no, laughing no. the whole time. No, Everyone just... else in the whole trailer was miserable. <laughs> just adding people to the list. <laughs> yep, she's probably got it. Yeah, she has as well. Yeah, it was a c- confusing trailer for you, Kyle, for yeah. sure. It kind of it looks like a sad movie, though. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't watch it because yeah, I, mean, I can't either. read for one and I can't understand <laughs> them for two. <laughs> Which we've, we've discovered all of that through doing the podcast, so... Uh, brutal. <laughs> so you guys don't really have any feelings on this trailer other than like it just looks like a sad no. movie that you probably won't watch it'd make yeah. me quite thirsty <laughs> yeah there we go that was an efficient delivery wasn't it uh, everyone had a bit of a laugh with that one no right. confusion next <laughs> uh, um, so the next trailer that we watched we only got two this week is a trailer for a movie called Crawl not from the same studios it, uh, n- no this no, one's from Paramount Pictures recorded in the same place the exact mm. same wow <laughs> same house same house yeah. oh, that's great just uh, with more crocodiles <laughs> right so how do you guys feel about this trailer yeah it looks like don't mm-hmm. breathe with animals Hey, mm-hmm. it's funny that you say that. Because it's by the same people, yeah. yeah. Is is Don't Breed the one that you and me went to theaters? Yep. Okay. Turkey like, Baster? Oh. Yeah. That was a good movie. <laughs> oh, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, Have I you seen that, that movie, Alana? I haven't, actually. You should watch Don't Breathe. Yeah. I would say if good. you're going to watch one movie as like a horror movie in the in the past 10 years, that's probably one that you should throw on your list. Is it kind of yeah. like a quiet Scrap place? this one. <laughs> throw. Um, it's... It's um the I'd idea it was, is that it's, it's a more ho- of a way more of a thriller than a horror. Yeah, movie. it's okay. it's a it's um a home invasion movie, but the the place that they home invade is a a blind guy who's like a former like Vietnam vet. Mm, who's in it? It sounds kind of familiar. There's there's it. not many. I not don't think many. there's anybody that's like super familiar. But it's mm. it's made by um Sam Raimi produced it and uh, mm. Alexander Aja or Aha is the one who did it. Um, he's the one who also did the Evil Dead remake, mm, if you've seen that one. Yeah. So it's it's similar tone to that, where there's like some humor in it, and there's some twists and some fucked up stuff, but it's got like a decent amount of tension and stuff. Mm. Cool. Also, um, the main character, Boy, is the dude from 13 Reasons Why, so you can't say that nobody's in it. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Dylan Minnette, is that yeah. his name? Oh, yeah. okay. I forgot that he was in that movie. Yeah. I, I was trying to think, I was like, because I, I couldn't picture who it was, but I was like, I know the guy in there I've seen before. You know, he's mm. actually in a band called um, FOMO. Yeah. And mm. they're actually really good. Yeah, they are actually good. Yeah. The uh, indie rock band, yeah, right? he's a pretty talented guy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Wow! Look at <laughs> Sorry, I didn't fun realize that would for you. completely fucking yeah, kill the conversation. Yeah, we all knew that, <laughs> So crocodile. Jesus. Okay, yeah. So, so I guess my main question here is: This a movie that you guys would want to go see? I don't know if I'd go yeah. to it, but I'd watch it. Yeah. I'm indifferent about. I've seen crocodiles before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, but for me, knowing that these guys did this movie, I know it's gonna have the same vibe as both the Evil Dead remake and Don't Breathe, and I kind of want to go just to see what the twist is going to be. For me, mm-hmm. for me, like a movie like Don't Breathe, I feel like I could get in that situation, whereas this one, it's like, those things look so fake. That's not a real thing. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. You would break into a vet- veteran's house? You'd home invade a veteran? You feel like that's something that... Yeah, would... man. Like, if I was down on my luck and, like, needed some money and I knew that guy had some money or something... <laughs> yeah. Probably would. He's blind. Like you, you should. You, well, you would think it's because he's get been away robbed before. He has no money. He's already been robbed blind. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Aside from sucking dick, that's your only option, right? <laughs> yeah, Rob Schneider's got a big bankroll going there. Yeah, Rob Schneider's my main client. <laughs> <laughs> You're robbing that dude blind too, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. So that's it for the trailers. Um, we're gonna go watch Hereditary, and then we're gonna come back, and I'm gonna switch into the same mood Kyle and Patrick were in. Uh, last week for oh. Hard Ticket to I, Hawaii. I think so. you'll have a hard time doing that just off the ball because that was that was difficult. Yeah, I don't think you realize Man, how upset I was. This fucking ready to walk out during was. that movie. I was so ready to walk out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it might be different this time, but when you're in the, the so my experience with Hereditary is I went and saw it for the first time in the theater mm-hmm. with a packed theater, and. I'd say there was at least 10 people that walked out during the movie. And at the end of the movie, there was maybe like five or six people saying that they enjoyed it. And everybody else was just saying, what the fuck was that? Why did we watch this? What a waste of money. See, I, I, I feel like if you watch a horror movie in the theater with a bunch of other people around, it doesn't have the same effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we know Kenny hated this movie. No, no, I didn't Did hate. you actually like it, Patrick? I, I really enjoyed I it. I did hate yeah. it. Like you think it's a good film as before watching it again here. What would you No, let's phrase it this it? way. Do you think it's a good horror film? Cause that's what I, it was pitched at. It was pitched as it's somewhere this between generation's the, lines, the exorcist. It's somewhere between the lines of thriller and horror, but it's not quite enough either way. What would you rate it now before watching it? Four. Hmm. Not bad. Do you think it'll scare me? Um, or make me, Scare make me you. feel feel uneasy. It will definitely make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If if just walk into the mindset and put yourself in the shoes of this family. Yeah. Like I remember watching Don't Breathe in theaters and I got very into it and like I I could like feel my heart racing and yeah. I was like starting to sweat and I was freaking out a bit yeah. at some point. Just don't think about anything else other than just imagine yourself in that same situation. Right on. I'll tell you, you'll feel that feeling again when you watch Overlord, for sure. Especially in the first, like, 20 minutes of that movie. But this movie, yeah, we'll talk about it. So we're going to go watch Hereditary, and then when we get back... Kenny will cry about it. We will discuss. (laughs) 
or I'll do what you did and just not say a thing and just be like, fucking hated that movie. Nah, he said he said a good four words. I was mm-hmm. sick too, so yeah, you were looking ropey, mate. We get back. I'm like, I'd rather eat a small turd. <laughs> no, that still stands. If you ever make me, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. That was, I think, one of my favorite parts of the podcast ever. <laughs> like two days ago, I went, I went, I was at work and I needed to shit. And we don't get like a long time to shit at work. Like I like literally, I time myself <laughs> yeah, to yeah. make sure I'm out. And like a little nugget had, I, I pushed a little nugget out and it made me think of you, Patrick. No worries, man. No worries. <laughs> All right, let's go watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, bada bing, hail say Tony, the Italian demon from Italy, the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we just watched her, uh, Terry. Yep. Uh, say Tony, if you don't know, is one of the eight kings of hell. Uh, he's he's known for being worshipped by all the mafia men and pizza delivery drivers. Right. So. Only a little bit racist then. Yeah, you only know people who follow say Tony if they just put extra parmesan on everything so that's how you know <laughs> nice. okay so we just watched hereditary um yeah so hereditary let's talk a little bit about this movie before we give our reviews so hereditary had interesting ratings um imdb gave it a 7.3 out of 10 rotten tomatoes it has 89 percent mm. Uh, only 67% of Google users liked this movie, which is less than Hard Ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, see, I've, I've, I've noticed this with the, with the Google users. Anything that's like quite easy watching, it's like easily 80 or 90% of people liked it. Yeah. But anything that's a bit more like, ooh, it's, it's not Yeah, enjoyable. that's a good way to put this it's movie. Either, it's either Google, ooh. so Google reviews are really ooh. low and Rotten Tomatoes is high or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. You're high. Ooh. I wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the quick summary for this movie, since Patrick didn't re- like write one, yeah, I don't right. think, Fucking hell. Uh, is after the family matriarch passes away, a grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences and begin to unravel dark secrets. Um so yeah, I guess real quick, we'll just each go around and give our ratings. Let's start with Patrick, since um, since I guess you're the only one who's seen it before out of the other three. Um, do you regret watching this movie? Let's nah. start with that. What would you rate it, one to five? Still a four, maybe 4.5. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a four on our scale that we have, just a refresher, would right. be would rewatch and maybe buy or going to buy and want to own. So this is something that you'd see yourself going to quite regularly. I'm going to correct that to really enjoy, would not buy, because I, as we've discussed, would then only have one DVD in my apartment, <laughs> right. and it would look fucking weird. <laughs> right. Okay, so you you really enjoyed this movie then, is yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, I, I was still a little bit creeped out by the end in there. Okay. Which was surprising for me, because usually once I know what's going to happen, I'm like, yeah, fuck, all right, cool. <laughs> But this time I was like, this is fucking gross, man. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll let you I'll let you decide who goes next, gauging on who you think liked the movie more okay. out of these two. Let's go with uh, what's her face? <laughs> what's her face? <laughs> Alana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, I'd have called you what's his face. <laughs> do, you, do you regret watching this movie? 
No, I actually, even I listened to the other podcast before and I thought, oh, you know, it, it'll be ruined. It won't get me kind of, but I loved it. It was really, really good. It's fucked, right? It's I fully fucked. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I, I, yeah. What would you rate it? One to five. Do you need to see our scale? Kyle probably has it there um, for you if you want to do a rating for you. You know. Yeah, I like would rewatch maybe buy. I like four feels right, but three point five for sure because I would recommend it to others right. and even people who don't watch horror movies. Like I thought there was something, like it was a good story. Yeah, and it was right. interesting the whole time through. I don't know. I yeah, I would recommend others to watch it. I would definitely rewatch it too. Well, I'm glad I got to give you guys a movie to watch that you you enjoy for mm-hmm. once, which is which is nice. I'm excited to hear what's his face is. I, I can just see Kenny itching like. Yeah. yeah man. No, I, I'm I'm pretty confident I'm alone on this one. Oh uh, yeah, Kyle, do you regret watching this movie? No. And uh, one to five, how do you feel about this? I I give it a three point five, mm-hmm. which is would recommend to others. Um, the only World War II is going to drop a bomb here. <laughs> the only reason why I didn't give it a four was just because of some of the special effects. In I it. was going to say mm-hmm. some of the floating and stuff was yeah. a little. Yeah, it felt a little Twilight to me. You know when he like, like they runs ran up out the of money. <laughs> is what it seemed like to me. Yeah, I'm okay. Really, as soon as I saw the first thing of like her in the corner, I was like, I, I was very curious of what the budget was for this movie. Hmm. Really. And I thought that was one of the best parts. Yeah. Was just, I, I especially they, when Peter's getting out of bed and she's just there and it's blurred. Yeah. Well, that's what but I liked about have, it is that you, you either notice it or you don't. When she when she crawls away, it was well, she, she, super... She's, she's flying. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's super cheesy. What I, if, if I was directing it, sure, I would have had her in the corner, but I, I would have had her jump down and run away rather than float or even if you just did like a lower shot to show her actually crawling on the wall or something rather than just floating out but yeah anyways um what did you rate it i I don't regret watching it but i think it's still about a a one 1.5 for me i i don't know i just it's just not for me like the first the first time i watched it I left the movie theater just feeling like I was robbed of something and I can't really explain why. And then like rewatching it, I think I've pieced it together. It just like based on this and everybody that I know other than you guys who has talked about this movie has talked about it as like such a masterpiece in every regard that it's like, like, I don't know. It's just everything about this movie to me just yells like pretentious. And I don't know if that makes sense. It's like all the shots, it's like you have to take fucking 30 seconds to get from like one point to a phone ringing. And then it cuts to like something else. And then it's like I another minute of like... Yeah. The shots though. I really enjoyed I that kind of stuff. Which like, is dude, good. And I understand what, that. But for me... You can, you can tell they put a lot of work mm-hmm. into it. Like, stuff like that. The bits that I fucking love is where the music just builds and builds and builds and builds. And then it just cuts completely silent to the mm-hmm. guy in the fucking classroom. And they, they, but like, this is the thing though, is like, I don't know, maybe if I, I'm just paying attention to things differently than you guys or most people, but they literally reuse the same segment of music over and over again. It's the same clip. Yeah, but I, I like but I that. that's on Cut purpose. and paste. There, there was no soundtrack to Right, yeah. but to me, that bothers me. 
Like, I don't know why. It just feels cheapened. But it's at no point was it really music. Mm-hmm. It was just that ominous fucking hum in the yeah. background. I don't know. I'm I'm not going to win this one, so I'm not going to try and fight any <laughs> battles over it. But for me, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. There's just so many things like, about this movie that there, I just... There was, I had there was so many things about it that, it that bothered me. Um, the storyline to me wasn't the greatest. It there, They could have went so many different ways. What I would like from this movie is to, if there was sequels... Midsummer, that one that we watched the trailer well, for. But of all of the other, um, what did they call them? Like Kings, Kings of, of Hell. Hell. Midsummer is coming out. That's supposed to be one. Well, I don't know. That's. I think yeah. we could probably safely assume since it's another culty or movie. more background of it, kind of thing. Well, the um, that the king payment is essentially the god of mischief mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why that girl was so weird because mm-hmm. he was in yeah very mis- mischievous it, it was more like the god of clucking to me well no like you know when um <laughs> the paint bottle falls over mm-hmm. that blue light was in the background as well which caused it to fall on the paper which made her right. ring was right when annie's painting yeah. there oh but also None of that is payment directly doing that. That's all like the Satanists doing their fucking weird things, causing shit to happen. The reason that happened was so that she would discover the phone number. And the reason that they wanted her to discover the phone number was to call that woman. Yeah. So that woman was actually like doing satanic prayers for that to happen. She was like willing that to happen. That's the thing is like if you pay attention to this movie, all the behind the scenes shit is like these Satanists are there watching them and doing everything they can to interfere with their lives to make sure that things go according to their plan. They have this strategically planned out. The blue light is payment though. The yellow light is payment. Yellow light? Yeah. Like when he falls out the window... There's a yellow light that goes onto his back and goes no, into it. Was, there was a yellow light. It's supposed to be the same light, I think. Yeah. It's like a blue. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I've, yeah. I've mm-hmm. read so much on this movie trying to, re- like, understand why people like it. And I just, yeah. Anyways, you guys go ahead and talk about the movie. <laughs> what, you, what you like about it and stuff. I, I've, I've always felt, I, I feel like you're on the other spectrum of horror movies. You yeah, like I mean, the, I, I like to enjoy myself. Yeah. I, think I guess you don't, you I, I don't, don't like... I don't like dramas. But you don't like And being... this movie, first and foremost, is a family drama. And it's the same as The Witch. Like, it's just a family drama. And I don't like that aspect of movies because there's already enough shit like that in life that I want to watch something that's like... I, like, I'll go to a theater and I'll watch two hours of a, a family trapped in a house during a hurricane with alligators chasing them and trying yeah. to chomp them because to me that's fun and that's like something that'll get me on the edge of my seat and excited but like when it's literally just like a full two hours and four minutes and you feel every moment of it and it's literally just family talking to each other the entire time so which movie do you think was felt longer 
that one or the one we watched last week. <laughs> oh, hard ticket to a high. See, and sure. I think, Kenny, like, I, I totally understand what you're saying, but I'm thinking that, like, that added aspect of that family drama adds a piece of realness to it, where otherwise yeah. it would be a completely outrageous like you, movie, right? If you put yourself so if, in the situation of that family, yeah. it's just no, fucking like, heartbreaking. This is the thing, is I understand that as well. Like, like one of my favorite horror movies to come out recently is The Conjuring 2, mm. which does something very similar. It's like all based around a family going something similar. But I think for this movie... That's a, uh, it's a true story, that one. I, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. was like, it, with this movie, the entire time I watched it, like the first time I watched it, I don't know if I ruined it for myself, but like within the first 10 minutes, I already had most of it pieced together. The only thing I didn't piece together was that it was going to be payment. I always thought it was going to be the devil from the get-go. And I was like, this is just going to be some Rosemary's baby bullshit, except instead of having a baby, it's going to be hereditary because of the title. It's going to be something that's passed on that only the family can inherit. So I was like, okay, that's how this is going to go. Just sit back and try and enjoy it. And honestly, I really enjoyed this movie the first time I watched it. And even this time, up until the point where the daughter lost, okay, spoilers, (laughs) For anybody who's listening to this, to where the daughter lost her head. I was invested in this movie. But then after that, it was like everything that the lead actress, Tony Collette, and the son, Alex Wolf, did. It, I, I just couldn't relate to anything they were doing. It felt like so cartoonish to me that the only relatable character in this movie to me was the father. I liked Steve. I think he was like the anchor of this family, right? Like he was the one that's like, no, you're batshit. Like I you're felt also so bad for yeah. him. He's yeah. also the only one that felt like somewhat real to me as mm-hmm. a character. And I think that's my biggest issue with this is like, I can go watching a horror movie like that. That's just so ridiculous because it puts it out there right away that it's ridiculous where this is like pitching itself to me as like, like for me, there was so many factors where there was like, everybody was telling me the greatest movie of the past 20 years. It's better than the exorcist. It'll scare the crap out of you. And then once that head thing happens, I was like, okay, I'm ready. This is where it's going to turn. And then there's another hour and a half of slow buildup. And I'm just like, I'm fucking over this. Yeah. Even the second watch, I felt that again. When, when she lost her head too, I, I was expecting I th- and I think that's what what probably kills it for killed it for you was I was expecting there to be a big blow up but it was like probably 5 minutes before there was even a word said and it was like I mean I've never been in a situation like that but okay. I don't think that's but, how it would go so how did you feel when he was he was he'd been awake all night and he was just waiting for the moment that his mum walked out and found her yeah like if if that happened to me and i was driving and my sister was in the back like that i wouldn't just drive away from there i'd 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 probably go grab her head for one i mean i i would like to think that i would also Mm -hmm. do the same but you have no fucking idea. Ex- yeah. well, I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, you, you don't know because you can't put yourself yeah. completely in that situation. So, but like, my, um, I guess it's just a different, a different take on how yeah. it could go. Right. And it's just like when it happened, um, there wasn't the big explosion after yeah. 
Which I is like what that, was though. very weird. I don't, I, yeah. They didn't bring up, like, Peter didn't talk about it at all until that dinner scene, like, 30 minutes later. But yeah. the thing is, I, is... I wrote down multiple times, like, no Peter, no Peter, no Peter. Yeah, like, right, nobody yeah. talked about it. But for me, th that's, like, an issue for me with, like, story and continuity where it's like, okay, this major thing happens... But then nothing's explained. It's literally the next day he's back at school smoking weed with his friends. And, like, life is going on like nothing happened. We aren't given the time frame between that either. So we don't yeah. know if it's six months later or we don't know. So it's like there, you, I, I just personally don't feel it after that moment. And it's just so convoluted to me that I can't follow it in any real way. I, one... Uh... So when Peter goes to school like the next day and he's smoking weed and then his throat hurts, was that to show that um, <clears throat> the the king transferred from her to him? No. So so when people suffer from trauma, they have like panic attacks and stuff That's like what that. It was supposed mm -hmm. to be. But it's That's also what I was gonna say it looks like a panic attack. Yeah. When you smoke weed as well, sometimes you have bad reactions to it. So like sometimes you just have a bad high and you start to get anxious and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it could just be a combination of that where he started having anxiety and guilt, everything at once and, and he just needed to get out of that trip or that high mm -hmm. or that feeling, right? So I wrote down that Peter actually said he's having a reaction when he's yeah. under the bleachers. He yeah. says, I'm having a reaction. Right. So, the, so that um, makes sense. The, the payment thing doesn't happen until we see the light happen. Um, okay. The payment does transfer to the mom at yeah, some point. Yeah, that's what it... Yeah. When they're doing but, the seance there. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, um, yeah, it doesn't go to Peter because... If you remember reading the book, mm -hmm. you have to break the person down completely before you can possess them. Yeah. So that's why they were like, okay, we'll take away his grandmother, we'll take away his sister, then we'll take away his parents, and then we'll shock him to death with these <laughs> naked Satanists, <laughs> naked and then he'll, he'll go to kill himself, and while he's dying, that's when he'll be his most vulnerable, and they'll be able to give Payman the male host that he's wanted. The other issue I have with that is once the transformation's complete, payment is there, but it's like he doesn't know he's payment and he can't really do anything for them. So it's like it's literally just Charlie in his body now. So what's going to happen now? It's just going to be Charlie in Peter's body, like clucking. Like well, no, we they, haven't seen any abilities the, from payment. The reason at all. why they didn't give payment didn't give them anything is because they didn't give him a good host. In Charlie or Peter? Charlie. Yeah. She, he he yeah. was he was never supposed to be born into Charlie. Right. right. But why why was like Charlie not self aware about that at all then? Like like even because when she was, transfers, it was it's, always it's Charlie payment. in Peter, but confused, looking around, doesn't know what's going on, and they have to explain it to him, to be like, you're actually Lord Payman, you're not Charlie. Chill the fuck out. We worship you, so you can give us power and stuff. And it just kind of stands there, and they put a crown on him, and he's just kind of like clock mm. all right <laughs> well i'm just saying like if you're gonna have this cool payoff with the riches and stuff like like there's yeah, a movie they, like... don't, they don't show you the payoff mm -hmm. they just show you like it's done they're, right they're right but how do we know it's payment how do we know it's not actually just charlie that was like possessing peter now because charlie was payment how do we know that Come on, man. How do you know? You're just going off of like... Well, Payman was obviously in her writing like 
the names yeah, on the wall. Everything and... points to it. The sculptures that she was making. Okay, but was, the was Payman coexisting with Charlie then? No, it is Charlie. That's why they still called him Charlie. Like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. This just doesn't, isn't making sense to me in the fact that it's still, like, when it transfers to Peter, it's still the personality of a fucking 13-year-old girl in his body. Well, she never... So, I, I get I, by I, name. I fully understand that you hate the movie because <laughs> it is, in itself, it is a pretentious movie, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And I fully understand that there's very little enjoyment, I guess, another, to Okay, it. but another thing I hate about this movie is people that go, you don't like it because you don't understand it. I do understand it. And I'm afraid that that's where you're going with this. I'm not going but there with it at all. You, for you, me, you probably do understand it. I'm not sure I understand it fully. But, I mean, for me as a viewer, it's, like, hard to just trust that that's payment in his body just based off of the Satanist saying, okay, that's that. Because we haven't seen anything from payment at all in the movie. Okay, there's been writing showing up, but we haven't seen Charlie write it. We haven't seen... Like any abilities or anything like that from she payment cut a head himself. Off of a bird. You could fucking do that. That's not. <laughs> you that's think not I king could of, do that? I wouldn't do that. You could though. That's not king of hell shit. I think that part of this movie that I really appreciated, and it's the same thing I felt about when I watched the Blair Witch Project, is that. Um, piece of like the unknown like it's the unknown that you don't know and i I actually would have been more upset if there was a big payoff at the end where if they if they fully explain through the movie it would have just been another movie like that because the whole movie is just like this build-up and then it's like 20 minutes of batshit crazy nuts like smashing heads, heads falling off. That's it, yeah. It's not crazy yeah, through the entire movie. It's just uncomfortable. And then there's this angelic music. She floats up yeah. to the right. to the treehouse. I, I and guess then, for me, I just need I just need payment to acknowledge that he's payment to have that sort of come around for me because okay. I can't believe it's payment. Like if payment looked at the followers after they they did the transfer and stuff yeah, and just like, like put his hand on them and just said thank you, my child, or something like that, I would have been like, okay, fuck cool. yeah, it makes sense. This is actually that fucking yeah, person so they've you, been trying to so conjure. you just don't like the open ending. It's not even the open ending. It's just like, how do we know it's payment? Rather, like, because I could be like, okay, Kyle, I love you. I worship you. You're a fucking werewolf. Yeah. That's well, all it, like, I'm just... People, like, people say that they're freaking crackers nowadays. <laughs> Like well, you can be whatever you want, right? But, but there's there's like significant buildup throughout mm-hmm. the movie that indicates that that is what is happening. And I also think like if he was if he is Peter, but I think I agree with Patrick. I think it was Charlie now. Also, you're seeing the dead body of your grandma and your mom in front of you too. Yeah. Like I think there's with, a value of shock as with, well. But and not, I get what you're saying that it's, if it's not the grandma and mom though. Mom though, it's payment. Right, but if he's so, it's a demon. It would just Charlie. look at it and be like, okay. These people have sacrificed for me. But okay, for me, that so, doesn't make sense. It yeah, feels is, like it's is, that, is that not here. something that explains it though? The fact that this kid is looking at both his dead grandma I think, and his dead uh, mom but that's completely the thing. headless. It's a kid. I think it's what Kenny's payment, confused. It's not a king of hell. Okay, I think what you're confused about is that payment. You're you're thinking that payment should have, um, his memories of being around for thousands and thousands of years. Whereas I think in this movie. When when it was born as Charlie, 
he was just born then. Yeah, they, they don't... And now he's transferred into Peter's body and is being told, you are a king of, the, yeah. of hell. Right. They, they so are literally ba- conjuring baby, someone except... into existence from nothing. Yeah. Great. Okay. But they didn't want to tell him that he was king of hell until he had his host because yeah. they didn't want him to get upset and say, like, why am I in a lady's body? Yeah. But he wouldn't get upset because he doesn't know that he would, he's not supposed to be in a lady's but body. But if they would tell, if they would have told him and he was in a lady's body, eventually he but would be how upset. Would he, how would he know? Unless they, he did they, research tried... on himself. This is what I'm saying is he doesn't have those pre-existing memories, which means he doesn't have the pre-existing notion that he prefers to be in a boy's body. You're a king, Kenny. He doesn't know he's a king. They, if he they, thinks he's Charlie, a little they, kid. If, 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 if he was still in Charlie's body and they told him, you are a king of hell, right. he would look and be like, I have tits. Why the fuck did you put me in a woman's body? Yeah. You they, guys they couldn't might, have done fucking better than this? There might not have been an instant realization. That, exactly. It might have the, taken a couple years. The payoff but, that they would have gotten. So wouldn't it's, have been anywhere near so the same value. So it goes back to sleepaway camp. You grow up being told that you're a little girl, even though you're a guy. You're still a little girl. Yeah. Or you're still a guy. Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Do not fucking put tranny tricked in this fucking <laughs> podcast. I'm not going. Well, I probably could because it was a girl that's technically a guy, but. But do you, do you get get what I'm saying? I, it's, no, it's just I, the way you I look at it. I get what you're saying, and I guess I guess the difference is you guys are kind of settling for that that piece of it. Whereas I feel like I need more from it. I'm I feel still like trying to figure it out too. Like I'm not very <laughs> smart too. with shit like this, yeah. but I'm trying to figure it out. And I think that's what they're trying to do. Is is they they finally found the host and they know they can make the king happy now. So then they now they've told him. Right, and that I understand, but I, I also like, like it's either you have your memories or you don't have your memories. Well, he's it's, not going to have his memories. He's not, he, that's why. They're so that's why I'm him. saying, why does it matter if he's in the boy's body, the girl's body, the dad's body? Why? Okay. Like, why does it All right, matter? If you let's, were... let's say this then. So he's in Charlie's body. They tell him he's the king of hell. Okay, they he say starts, you're the king of hell. He starts realizing that he has all these abilities. Cool. But then realizes that the bodies that he's in isn't actually a healthy host. Why not? Because you can safely assume that she was probably cast in there. I don't know whether that's true or not, but she's a weird kid. Well, right. even even besides that, it comes back to the fact that like, if you are a king of something, like even if you're the, the king of, of a castle, okay, and you're told... You're born a woman, and then you're told that you're a king. You're born a woman, and you're told that you rule the castle. You're told you're the king of the castle because there's already a queen. So you're putting gender norms on a fucking non-existing entity with that. How about about this? So you're told you're a king. I get what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? You're told you're a king. Eventually, growing up, you're going to be pissed off. Right. You guys. So if you grew up being told you're a queen, Mm -hmm. I would be pissed off because. (laughs) Especially you when you weren't born as a woman, that's it what you're saying. No, but it doesn't come to that. It's it's the fact that you're a king and you're in power when you're like a king is a very a king is just high a, name. a term exactly for a ruler for a ruler a, a male ruler. Have you ever seen a female king? 
No, but it doesn't matter because it's fucking still... right. Both of you shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> I was just going to say right. in the book when Annie's reading the book and she's reading about King Payman that he possesses vulnerable people and it's right. there's a big the highlighted paragraph is and talking about And he prefers male hosts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like yeah. Right. So, so ima he... no, imagine this. You are born with the ability to f fucking shoot fire out of your hands. Fuck yeah. Done. You don't know that. Doesn't matter if I'm because, a man or a woman. I can no. shoot fire out of my Will fucking hands. Will you just fucking listen? <laughs> you don't know that you can shoot fire out of your hands. Right. Because you don't, know how, you don't know how to do it. Right. So later on in your life, I say, oh, yeah, you just have to do that. Done. Then there you, you realize that you have these abilities. Right. right? But if you were like... So if I'd, ne if I'd never come along and told you how to do that, you would have died not realizing that you had that power. Fine. But also, if you would have came along and told me that, and you were like, the only condition is you have to have a vagina, I'd be like, shit, I'm out of luck. I feel like we're really getting stuck on the gender part of this. Yeah. And it's, it's not, yeah. it's not like a, but that's, like it's that's just a, a part of the movie. That's a big thing for me, though, is, is the gender thing is like, why is, was she not a proper host? Like, that's not explained to me in a, in a way that like makes enough sense where they have to go out of their way to make sure that Peter is the one that's possessed other than just because the book states that he prefers the yeah. host. And that payment doesn't have like from what we've gathered from the character in the movie doesn't seem to have any sort of fucking care. So here, here's the that. thing. But how if, would we know if he has a care if he doesn't technically talk? You know there what you I mean? Go. So, so why? Well, how do we care that he's upset that he's in the girl's body though? Because okay. he doesn't talk either. He, he doesn't. I think the people that are underneath the king were fearful to tell him that he was the king because I they that. didn't, and that's that's why they never told him until they found him a male host. They told him, be in fear of of him, like finding out he he's in a woman's body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now they know that he could be potentially happy and, and they're, they were fearful he wouldn't have been happy with them if he was... Right, and I understand that, but like I said, like, it, there's I no indication that it is payment to, yeah. to show that, okay, there's this real danger of him being unhappy about the host. Like, yeah. if they inserted like one or two different things, it would have made the movie a lot easier for me to digest, but because it's like such like it's, up it's for an interpretation, interpretation. Anyways, a... I don't think we're going to change Kenny's mind you no, guys sorry but it's, yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's an interpretation movie really yeah. it is there, and, and, and it's artistic and everything so that's what one of the reasons why I, I probably like this movie more than is warranted is the whole idea of this like summoning like people try and do that shit still like mm -hmm. realistically and that fucking fascinates me that's terrifying like, to me. It's, I, I it's so bizarre. Like the, the amount of mythology surrounding this sort of stuff. And it is wildly interesting, all the different things that these supposed deities can actually do. I listen to um, a lot of podcasts about myths and legends and stuff. And that's exactly it is lots of the things that these like um, in different like Norse and Greek and all those different things can do. It's like kind of scary, but kind of cool too at the same time. Yeah, I would if... If I had a friend that was like, yeah, come over, we're just, ha we're hanging out. There's like five or six of us, you know, we're just hanging out drinking we're all and all naked. of a sudden they fucking started, <laughs> they started putting on candles and like, yeah, we're going to try like this seance thing. We like, we found this old book and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, peace guys, never talking to you again. <laughs> like I would not fuck with that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
but there's some people who are super into that. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in it. Mm -hmm. I just I don't like want to be part interested. of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to fuck up like, my life. I, I'd, I'd never be part of it, but it's just the fact that it it probably still happens more sure. than oh yeah, you definitely. Care to admit. Yeah. That's why these movies are still being made and like The Conjuring mm. and all those. Like it's a really popular genre is this like possession. Yeah. Right? Did you ever try any of that shit, Kenny? Hell yeah, hell Satan. <laughs> no, like I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say. Like like uh, <laughs> I, I can't express why this movie doesn't click for me and I'm glad it clicks for you guys. I'm glad it's a movie that's out there for you guys to enjoy. But like... Yeah, I don't well, know. Not, not every <laughs> movie know. is for every person, no, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But it's good to have yeah. a conflicting opinion too, because it makes it us makes think, for right? a much more interesting podcast if yeah. at least one of us fucking hates the movie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe all right, how, about, how about this? Maybe we should nominate one person. Say if everyone likes the movie, one of us by default has to hate it. Has to be the devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be Patrick. <laughs> I, I no, mean, man. and that's the thing though is like I really like that you like this movie, and that's why I gave it a second sh shot. To yeah. be honest, is because I like I, I felt like I've put you through enough shit. <laughs> that, like, I no, owe you just this. just last week. Last week but, like, was fucking but, man, difficult. Like, I don't know, man. Okay. It's, it's just like it's it's something like it's for me. This movie is like the Drake of movies for me, where it's like a phenomenon to the world. Now you're dissing Drake, and it's something I will never understand. Like I just. It doesn't work for me. And on paper, if I wrote it out and was just like, okay, so he writes song, loves songs and this and this. And it's like I work it down to a formula and I look at the formula. It's like there will be missing pieces that just make no sense to me. It ha Like for most things, it has to either be nothing makes sense or everything makes sense. There's no in-between where like three quarters of the movie makes sense and then there's a chunk missing. Mm -hmm. And that's like the reason why I don't like movies like Batman versus Superman. If they throw one thing in that ruins it for me, that the whole movie sucks to me. Okay. Like the Sonic trailers. So like <laughs> if if one design is fucked up, then it's you're not gonna enjoy the movie. Like if one thing is off that's it. I feel like there's more than one thing off about the Sonic yeah. movie. Well, but we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm right. just saying, like, in regards to... to question, like, question for you, Kenny. Besides the plot line and the holes in the movie and things that you couldn't quite wrap your head around, what about the movie did you like? Did you like any of the artistic I, shots? <laughs> any of the... Okay, so the first time I watched it, uh, the very beginning of it, I was... Um, definitely intrigued by where they were going with the miniatures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I loved I the very like... opening scene where they had like the the room and brought it into the actual room. Right. It was And it made for some beautiful good. shots. And the thing is, is there is a lot of good cinematography in this, but it also got to a point where it was like, it, it's almost like the dude needed to film everything and do it super artistically. Like I'm like if if he had a scene where it was like the kid in the bathroom stall taking a shit and it was like sweat dripping down his head and he did like a real artistic pan to him and like followed the sweat down and stuff, it could fit in this movie just because he literally yeah. just was doing everything so artistically that it was like, okay, well this is like unnecessary for me. This movie's already 2 hours long. See Yes, I, I agree with uh, the over-the-top artistic or need to right. show the, his artistic ability, but this movie compared to many others, I, f 
I didn't find very many scenes that weren't necessary. I personally felt like three quarters of this movie was unnecessary. Hmm. Like I said, you could take the first part of like the grandma passing away, them going to the party, the sister dying. And then after that, you could probably cut out like an hour of it and it would be totally fine for a movie. Okay, cool. They're, but they're question. trying to show all the misery. Right, but they're showing it from the mom's perspective, not from his perspective. So the thing is, is like the whole movie is like the mom is the main character, where the movie is actually about Peter. Question. In this hand is a DVD of Hereditary, the movie from okay. 2018. However, in this hand... I'm not eating shit. Ah, well... <laughs> <laughs> no, like I dude, mean, if, if I, would... I bought hard ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> I like Hawaii-ish. bad movies, and the thing is, 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 is I, I can enjoy parts of this movie. Like in the theater when the floating stuff happened, I had no problems laughing at it and stuff. But it's so like in a normal context, I can watch this and laugh if it's those scenes. But it's it's the hour and a half of like exposition of characters talking and literally just sitting and filming just their faces with like shitty sad violin playing with like tuba going wow over and over again that I'm like, okay, well this is just here to make people feel uncomfortable. I get it. It's adding an awkward tension tone for people. For me, that doesn't work. For me, that's just prolonging the part of the movie that I actually want to see. And that's what frustrates me because I'm like, this is two hours of my fucking life. Mm -hmm. Give me something that's worth watching and that's like going to be part of the story rather than just throwing stuff in, right? Just mm-hmm. for the sake of having it. And I think that's why I get so worked up and frustrated about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like in a reviewing aspect like this, I need to talk about this stuff. Yeah. If I was watching this with friends and it was just on and maybe I had a fucking Game Boy or something going and I didn't have to watch that hour and a half the whole time, I'd be fine. Like I'd watch that part and I'd laugh and like I'd chuckle with you guys. I'd watch him slam his face into the desk and be like, yeah, that's brutal. But like other than that, it's like there's so much of the time I'm just sitting there just being like I'm waiting for the next scene. And I don't know well, if it's my second viewing that I know what's coming to that I felt like it, I'm waiting longer for it, maybe. Let's, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. Let's see. Let's read some of these reviews, see what yeah. other people said. Sorry, buddy. You okay? You're being awfully quiet over no, there. No, no. We good, man. We good. I got my review but, ready But go. before you guys read your reviews, let's talk about stuff that you guys did really enjoy and if there was anything that you guys didn't like about it because I don't know if there's I'm, much yeah, more I feel to like say about it. Us three have covered it. Plenty. You guys kind of like <laughs> everything? Well, like like I said, there there's some of the shots and Like what um, about this movie like, makes but... it stand out from other horror movies for you? Like if you threw this up against A Quiet Place, which I think is a phenomenal but movie. But I haven't seen a lot of horror movies, right? right. So I'm, I'm trying to get into them mm-hmm. and like, I mean, for me... This wasn't like the greatest movie of all time, but it was, it did make me feel uneasy mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I got quite into it. And for me, the, the family drama part of it really brought me in and made me feel like I was there. You know what I mean? And I think that's why they, those parts are in there is to pull a normal person in. Right. So you really like like the family drama build up stuff then? 
Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. just... I think I think you should give The Witch a shot then. That's a movie that's similar in tone, and it's a mm. slow burn like this that a lot of people who like this movie love. It's another movie that I just don't like for the same reasons I don't like this movie. I would say The Witch is not as good, probably more pretentious. If anything. I'm not going to lie, there's parts of the the last 15 minutes of The Witch I liked more than the last 15 minutes of this movie. I can't remember The Witch as because it was a good few years ago that I watched it, mm-hmm. but I, I remember it being a bit fucking weird throughout. Yeah, but that was I don't as know. much as I can remember. If, if I was to say the last scary movie that I watched that I really liked which could so far be my favorite is don't or uh yeah don't, don't breathe, breathe. Be, it just made me feel fucking terrified at many See, parts similar of feelings that i had watching don't breathe i had watching um overlord which is why i really want to watch that one and the descent which was another movie me and patrick were talking about showing you there's like a sense of anxiety that you get yeah, watching it, certain scenes in pick, both of those movies your pick is overlord mine's right? gonna be overlord yeah. I might have to choose the descent then because that is. I feel like that's something. If you haven't seen, I think you it's a pretty watch. solid pick. Yeah, yeah. It's, it. They didn't need any sequels for it, mm-hmm. but like as a standalone movie that kind of went under the radar a little bit, I think. Well, I think Overlord did too, which is oh, why yeah, it I was. Think... A, it was in theaters for like three, four days. Yeah, tops. Fucking yeah, wild. Like because, a couple weeks. Yeah, me and Raph were well stoked to go and see it, and it was fucking gone. Yeah, man. It was I, replaced I went, by I went, crazy rich Asians, which made me want to shoot myself. <laughs> I went and saw it on Remembrance Day, which is uh, probably not Oof. good timing to go see it. But uh, yeah, no, it was. it's another movie that I feel like uh, I think you would enjoy. But yeah, no, The Witch might be one you'd like. And another one, if you like Hereditary, I'm going to suggest these to people. These are movies I don't like, but they're, they're not for me, is um, The Witch and uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Is another one. Um, I think it's got Nicole Kidman in it. A lot of weird tension, but yeah, mm. it's not for everyone. So if you like Hereditary, you guys add that to your list and check that one out if you're listening. I think um, one of the things that I really like, there's three things I really liked about this movie. The first one was um, starting right from the beginning. There's that same symbol on, I wrote down, the grandma's mm, neck the when they're burying her. The cross yes. ripoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on her, the lamppost that eventually takes um, Charlie's head. The book in the attic, it was written above that body. Mm-hmm. And then on the effigy at the end. It Did was you there. notice the triangles as well? Yes, triangles carved in tables, the floors, Mm -hmm. the walls. Also, the the symbol was also on the grandma's dress in the attic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and I love that. I thought that kind of tied it all together. Um, The other thing that I really liked was that the shots. I thought like the how it was shot as the movie went on went. Uh, like got a little bit more interesting if that makes sense like Annie when she's running through the house and the camera flips and shows the ceiling I thought was almost foreshadowing mm-hmm. to when she gets possessed yeah like I, I thought it got more crazy at the longer it went on which was yeah. you know, I, I like the shots sense. too like when uh when there was a time where they were driving the or when she was driving the car right before she meets that lady who Joan. gives her yeah Joan um 
she's like reversing and it's yes. it's, it's just a dash cam basically yeah. but it was a really cool <laughs> yeah. it was a really cool shot that scene reminded me if you if you guys have seen the office episode where michael's like pulling away and he hits meredith with his car <laughs> yeah. that's why i was laughing because he started pulling forward and she was like wait <laughs> i just pictured michael scott hitting meredith and it had oh, me. geez. Yeah, um, what was the third thing oh um the scene of peter in the classroom that was like there's trivia awesome. about that. That was horrifying. There's trivia about it, that. that should, should we read these reviews? Are they like, in your opinion, are they worth? I reading? feel like it. I feel like it might um, help if if you're a listener and you're still on the fence about the movie. It might help you kind of decide where you'd fall hmm. if you want to check it out or not. All right. They're not like sure. the greatest reviews ever. They're not as good as the hard ticket one where it's let's, like uh, I watched this on Christmas Eve. Let's run through the reviews but, so that we can do the trivia. Because I'm, I'm curious. Did you, did you find out the budget for this? Yeah. So the the budget was about ten million, and it made about forty four million. Hmm. Yeah. See, the budget was the one thing that bothered me because I, I wasn't sure. Well, they with spent some all of, the of their money on the miniatures that they ended up destroying. Actually. Probably. <laughs> I don't. I don't think getting artists to build those miniature houses and stuff would be cheap. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, like that's they, a fucking they are specialty pretty, thing. Pretty they fucking pretty ridiculously good, yeah. good. And that's what I'm saying is like something like that is like a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they wow. would have lent that into being a bigger part of the movie rather than just the mom's job and like a way to like deal with shit in a weird way, I feel like it's something yeah. that could have lent itself to the story. If they could afford to live in that house off of her salary of making those things, they'd probably sell for quite a bit because I don't oh, think yeah. the dad fucking worked. Well, he was in <laughs> he had a job, but point. what did yeah. he do? <laughs> he, no, he had a keyboard, but no computer screen, which yeah. was confusing. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. though, like that dad, man, that the guy who, like the actor and the character and everything about that is like the most relatable mm-hmm. thing in this movie. But I, think he, I think he was probably the, the best... Movie, the best character in or um, actor in the movie, though, mm. honestly. Yeah, he was just. He didn't. He didn't have a together. whole yeah. bunch of parts. Like he wasn't in it a whole lot, but his parts were. He it, it was more like them. his his facial expressions of yeah. just like, oh my fucking and god, this is falling apart. And I feel like yeah. that's when it, acting is important. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and like I literally felt like I was in his shoes when she was asking him to burn the book, and he was like trying to like be like. How in the fuck do I go through this situation? Like I was my just wife is say, crazy. Like mm-hmm. he's the only person who's like, hey, maybe we should call the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Yeah, they're <laughs> fucking I don't even okay, let's triggered. My god, man. And how do you not have a fucking EpiPen? Yeah, if you no have shit. that severe of an allergy. It's twenty eighteen. Who at that party did okay, not have an okay. EpiPen? Right. All right. That dude's been smoking mad doobies, bro. <laughs> All right, let's get As these going. Saying. Who's Go. got the one out of ten? I've got it. I'll go first then. Um, this is by... Yeah, this one's a little bit of a longer review, just because it's a one out of ten, and when yeah, I read it, it I felt like it, it hit on some things that... This is from Nature Nomad from June 2018. It's a one out of ten. He says, biggest disappointment of 2018. Wow, what can I say? I've been anticipating this film since hearing about it from Sundance. The problem with critics and the buzz surrounding the film was that it was way too hyped to the point where I was expecting the holy grail of terror. I, I, I get that because it happens with video games now as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it was almost like with The Conjuring too, where they were they had a priest blessing people. But the thing is, when I went and saw The Conjuring, it had me scared. Where when I watched this movie, it was just kind of like, fuck. I, I, I agree. There is more things in The Conjuring to be scared of. 
but there's not as many things in The Conjuring to make you feel bad almost. Right. Like I, I felt bad for the family in this movie. I feel I feel like they're comparable movies. I just feel like The Conjuring doesn't spend extra time like dwelling on the grieving process. This movie spent so much time grieving. Where in The Conjuring it's like, okay, the fucking dog's dead. The next day people are getting killed. The next day this is happening. Where this it, it yeah. feels like it's a process. Um so where was Which I? makes sense. Um what me and my audience got was a Descent and compelling start that crash lands into a. Why did I say descent? It yeah. says decent. A what decent a and compelling start. Gim. <laughs> decent and compelling start that crash lands into a comedy of errors. This film was just not terrifying, nor was it goosebump inducing. I just stared blankly at the screen, feeling muted and emotionless. I love slow burn horror and films that are filled with dread. This had some very good, compelling premise, but somehow the director decided to go artsy-fancy and surreal, <laughs> pretentious in the final minutes of the film, and boy, did my audience... Why is he calling it his audience? Well, probably the audience in the theatre that he was in. Mm. It's not yours, though, you fucking goof. Um, if he says the audience, it's so general. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, it is a general audience, though, is it not? <laughs> he didn't make the movie. Cheeky fucker. Um, so he's okay. saying a lot of the same shit as Ken. Trust me, it was not nervous laughter, but the kind you hear at a Farrelly Brothers movie. Wait, this was supposed to be a horror film. How does it suddenly transform into a lame, campy, mummy dearest meets Rosemary Baby's unintentional comedy? Everyone booed and hissed on the way out of the theatre. Literally the worst ending to a genre movie in ages. I was waiting for a Natalie Portman to come out in black swan smeared kabuki makeup and some kind of cameo. <laughs> This what? generation's exorcist. Have you seen Black Swan? Oh yeah. So he's comparing it to that, where like the ending is just so unsatisfying and like. I like that movie too. <laughs> that movie I liked though. Even the ending, I was like okay with it because it was so vague. But it yeah, committed to being vague. Mm-hmm. It just waffles. That's basically everything important from that. Yeah, so essentially, it was the reason I wanted you to read that one is because it was a similar experience that I had where it might have taken away from my first viewing the fact that everybody in the theater was clucking and everybody had the same reactions. So it, it was like weird because a horror movie you're in... It, okay, have you guys seen The Visit? Mm. Yes. No, no, I, I don't. Haven't. I don't know. It's okay, not... you know how the the vibe of the visit is? It's a horror movie, but there's a lot of like weird, strange, uncomfortable humor in it. Yeah, and it commits to that. That's what it's trying to do. This movie, when I went to the theater, had the vibe of the visit where people were laughing mm. when they shouldn't be, and to me, that was an indicator that this wasn't a successful scene because I, I everybody's like laughing. Depends like the mindset that you have when you see those kind of scenes like if you've already had the movie ruined by an earlier scene that was maybe kind of humorous everything from then on you might find more funny than what you would have otherwise right like from the get-go from the beginning of the movie where they're at the funeral and there's that one fucking dude lurking with a weird smile chuckle city and then going forward it's like the girl starts clucking and then everybody started clucking and then it's like it just 
I thought you liked movies like that, like throwing spoons at the screen and stuff. I do, but not when it's trying to be like, because those movies are so bad that it's, it knows it's bad. It's self-aware at that point, yeah. and the audience is self-aware. Yeah. But if you go in thinking you're going to see The Exorcist or The Conjuring or something that's genuinely supposed to scare you, and you spend more time laughing than actually feeling like uncomfortable, it just takes away from that's it. That's why I don't like going to going to the movies, really, because um, your audience... Uh, it's very I, dependent on yeah. how you... Like and the process people the are film. around you, right? It, true, but also, have you been to a movie that's been genuinely scary with an audience that's also scared with you? Well, when we no, went to it, no. it intensifies. When we went to Don't everything. Breathe, it was like no one was fucking breathing <laughs> when we were in exactly. There. And I like, think because we went to it in the theater, I think we probably appreciate that movie more because yeah. we had that mutual experience. Hmm. Like it, it's like when you like with Get Out movies, like Get Out or Us. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. There's scenes that people are going to laugh at and stuff, but it doesn't take away from it because everybody's in it together. And then there's scenes that are just so uncomfortable. It's just like, I don't know. It, it's, I think it's a mutual feeling that everybody has. And I think it, it makes you, I don't think it like makes you feel those feelings if somebody else has it, but I think it makes you be able to accept those feelings easier. Like if a scene's funny and you want to laugh, if you're at home by yourself, you're not going to laugh. But if other people are laughing, you're going to be laughing. Hmm. So it can ruin it. But also if you're getting the shit scared out of you and everybody else is scared around you and everybody else is on the edge of their seat, that adds to that tension. Hmm. But yeah, anyways. Okay. Five out of 10 review. Uh, That's me. That's me. Okay. Sorry for talking so much about this one. Um, So this is by Sakura12. Because Sakurag um, 11 was already taken? He's yeah. not even paying attention so to me. So <laughs> overrated. There was something about the hype of this movie that seemed fake, and you knew the critics would fall in line, scared to be wrong. There are so many useless film criti- critics out there, it's predictable. This is not a terrible movie, it's just very flawed and shamefully undercooked. So the good. The special effects scares are great. The daughter is great, but underused. The story has potential and is somewhat interesting. So the bad. The director threw in everything but the kitchen sink as far as plot. The film needs editing, not just cuts, but an entire re-edit. The son is totally miscast, and his physical differences from the rest of the family take you further out of the movie. That's what Kyle said too, remember? Where he was like, oh, I was wondering why the son looks so different from the rest of the family. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Some mediocre acting by son and father that bring the film down. The whole film needs tightening up. Maybe make sure these young guys, who all look the same, you may notice, get a bit more experience in movie production before you hand them a multi-million dollar project. Movie execs? Question mark? So, um, when it comes to the son being a different ethnicity, what I was thinking is when the mom had the dream about telling the son that she didn't want him and tried everything to get rid of him, I was thinking maybe she yeah. had an affair. I was going to say that's, that's not That's one of the main father. reasons why she didn't want him. Mm-hmm. That and as well that she knew that if she had a son, then he would just fall into this whole thing. Right. right. Did you did you guys also catch the scene um, at the self-help group where she was talking about her brother who committed suicide mm-hmm. and how he did it because the mom kept putting... Yeah. Putting things in him. People in yeah, him. People yeah, people in him. Careful yeah. now. Ooh. 
No, well, that's that's <laughs> that's a different solvable <laughs> group. Yeah, but uh, a whole different movie. That makes that makes me wonder, like, what else they were messing with, if if it was if it's different people rather right. than, let's say, it was Charlie or whatever. It well, I been. think they'd probably been trying to get it to work for years, because the like her grandma, right, was obviously like supposed to be the queen mm-hmm. yeah but she died before it happened so I, I guess that gives me the idea that it had been happening for fucking and you know decades. what um peter's body may not work too that could be like yeah. what they were trying to do as a sequel sequel like they did leave it open-ended right so i feel like it was it, I, if there's a sequel it will probably be fucking garbage mm-hmm. i agree i think yeah. we're gonna see um an attached, unattached universe where Midsummer is going to be, like I said, like another King of Hell. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that's where he's queen. going with his movies. Or like, because the, the grandma died, right? So Well, the grandma wasn't like a Queen of Hell, though. She was just like the, the quote-unquote queen of the cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but someone's going to have to do it now, right? Who's got the 10 out of 10? I do. Nice. Do you want to hear yeah, it? Yeah, I gave it to him because I didn't know how he would rate it. So I figured it, giving so, you the 10 out of 10, I knew you'd love that, that movie as it is. And it's well, the shortest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I can't read. So bear with me. Um, this one's from sports monkey one zero two zero nine. I'm not going to say Patrick. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I never want to see you. this film again. And I Much mean, this is this in the best way possible. The spectrum of emotions you go through range from sheer terror to complete hopelessness and sorrow. The movie picks at the human psyche in all the right ways. It's both hard to watch and impossible to look away. Hands down the best horror film films uh, I've ever seen. Perhaps <laughs> one of the best films in general. Hmm. Fair. Sorry, yeah. I had to take my headphones off. I've got well sweaty ears. <laughs> Proper moist. Yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I wouldn't say that much. <laughs> I got I got to read this trivia because this fucking made me chuckle. Yeah, man. let's let's, <laughs> go to let's the run trivia. through the trivia and we can wrap this up. Um, one Every, of the, everybody's got two, so we'll just yeah. go around in a circle. One of the trailers for Hereditary was accidentally shown at the beginning of a PG-rated family-friendly oh, film, no. Peter Rabbit, <laughs> in Inalu, Western Australia. It caused a small panic in the theatre with parents fleeing the cinema with their kids. <laughs> the theatre eventually shut the screen off and offered every audience member a complimentary movie pass to apologise okay. for the mistake. <laughs> so, so when it, when Tor- so when Tori's watching like YouTube videos. And like an ad comes up for a scary movie, she has to like she just li- turns the volume down really quick, and she's like, "Tell me when I can look again." <laughs> that's exactly what I felt like it would be like. Um, and then the, the next one I had was, according to Alex Wolf, the original cut of the film could have easily pushed over three hours, mostly Ooh. consisting of more family dialogue, which I guess would have been Kenny's ideal situation. <laughs> Man, if this, just gonna say if, that. This, if this movie was over three hours long, I would have fucking. Like, we wouldn't have done it for the podcast. There's I would no have way. sacrificed myself to say Tony. Mm. I know I would have eaten a nugget of poo. <laughs> you and probably would have walked out of the theater. At that we point. would have only just finished watching the movie if it was three oh, hours. Can you fucking stop. imagine? We'd probably get out of here by, I don't know, probably like 10 past 10 because I, we'd all be exhausted. I would have committed mm-hmm. seppuku like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> With a kitchen knife. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll read through mine real quick and then we'll go to Alana and then Kyle. Uh, during this, I think this is something we touched on already, but I'm going to say it anyways. 
Um, during the support meeting, Annie recounts her brother's suicide at age 16 and states that a suicide note blamed their mother for putting people inside him, though Annie very well... Wait. Though Annie chalks this up to schizophrenia, it could very well be that Ellen originally attempted to conjure payment through her own son. His death and her failure to summon payment would then explain why Ellen put so much pressure on Annie to have children and why Charlie stated early on in the film that her grandmother wished she was a boy. So if she tried to do this when he was 16, like, Ellie's got to be pretty committed, hey? Yeah, I mean... Like, lots of the cult members did look older. So yeah. So maybe it's like... They, they've it's been, been around. Minute. You mm. know, there's a lot of saggy titties. Um, mm. I didn't bother doing a tick count because I was just too repulsed. I think four... Oh, there was, a, are we there counting? was a high dick count. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of cock. Are we counting the mannequin tits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say eight. No, seven, because one was the covered. The best one was like the grandma over the bed <laughs> trying to <laughs> yeah. take oh, my kitty. Is it just me or was that thing fucking huge? Yeah. That was a big Like the other one was just flat and then there was this fucking udder yeah. coming out of her Also, top. that was super creepy because Annie talks about how um, like her mom, uh, Ellie or whatever her name was. Insisted right, to feed her. Insisted to feed her. So was yeah, she like that's what she was actually breast, breast feeding. feeding her? Yes. Yeah. And really? Also, all of her sculptures were made of real-life situations, if you think back on that as well. Yeah. All right. Um, in an interview, Alex Wolf explains that he wanted to actually break his own nose for the scene where his character slams his head into a desk. Oof. Director Ari Aster respectfully declined that offer and told Wolf they'd give him a soft-cushioned desk for the scene. When it was time for the scene to be shot, Wolf slammed his head into the desk only to discover that the top was foam and the bottom was hard. He dislocated his jaw, which was a previous injury the actor had had for the scene. Hmm. So his jaw Ooh. fucking just popped out of place when he slammed his face onto the desk. Just What a lad. There you go. Fucking dedication. And that he wanted to break It was a pretty damn good scene. It was though. a good. I think that was yeah, my that, favorite scene. That in the was movie. like to act something like that. You've got to be pretty talented. See, that's the thing is like I feel like everybody praises Tony Collette's performance in this movie, but for me, her performance was the one that was like the most over top and unbelievable. Too much, like way too much in it. But I get that. It was mm -hmm. in in some scenes. It was a bit like, all right, love, chill mm -hmm. out. <laughs> like there's that one scene where it's like. Don't talk to me like that. I'm your mother. Yeah, like, that was that was probably <laughs> out, out of everything. It was it was weirdly the easiest scene for them to have acted, mm -hmm. but right. for some reason it was the worst scene. And I've heard people say that that's an acting clinic. Like, oh, they should show this at acting school. It's a, it's something that people could learn from. And it's like, yeah, from the dad and the son sitting at the table. Like she was just going off on a monologue that was just. I, I liked when the son had like his comeback. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. That, that talking was a about that. Great it felt like way. something that somebody would actually do, but yeah. for her, everything just felt not real to me. Just over the top, but yeah. But yeah, anyways. that was your, your other. Yeah, that was my okay. my last trivia. All right. Okay, so um, to make the chalkboard write on itself, the special effects team put a magnet in the chalk and put a magnet on the other side of the chalkboard to make the chalk move. It was very difficult to get a small magnet inside the chalk and make it write smoothly. So, hmm. 
Yeah, that was I. I when I saw it happening, I was like, I knew exactly how they did it. Right. Well, there's that but, other scene with the the candle. I don't know if I gave it to one of you, but they also had to figure flame. out how to make the candle light itself mm. and do the flame too. Mm-hmm. So they, that was another thing that they'd never done before that they had to figure out. So mm. some shinfo. <laughs> I do like how every time that the cup moved, someone looked under the table to like be like because that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the producer said that it worked out well. Like Gabriel, I think Gabriel, and Alex had worked together. And Alex and Millie knew each other from school because it made Tony the outsider, which mirrored Annie's character and feelings of alienation within her own family. So I'm assuming those are the other members of the family. Yeah, so the father, the son, and the daughter have all worked together before. Hmm. So the mom was like a new actress, so that just made her a stranger in general, which added to the tone of her being just a crazy stranger. Hmm. Anyways. (laughs) All right, uh, my trivia is... um... Ari requested that Alex and Millie go out to eat in character a few times, and they would sit uh, for up to three hours in silence while Millie wouldn't speak, and Alex would try to get her to talk. Imagine going to a restaurant and seeing like a a brother and sister sitting at a table, and she's just sitting there going, (laughs) and he's like, you got to eat something, and she's like, is there peanuts in it? (laughs) Do they have an EpiPen? (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was cool though that he was Mm -hmm. like he basically was like pretty dedicated you gotta like it i think the lengths that he went to because this was his first movie his first full-length movie Mm -hmm. i think the lengths that he went to was is is like shown and i do appreciate a lot of it but i feel like he was trying way too hard to be strong out of the gate that was that's my only complaint i guess is too much of everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, my last one here is the house was constructed completely on set, on sets on a soundstage in Utah in order to follow Esther's shot list. Uh, they needed to be able to remove walls and, and ceilings in order to shoot the rooms to look exactly like miniatures. So, hmm. yeah, the whole house is, every part of it is able to be removed. So it's like basically like a miniature, but full size. Well, that's nuts. So the that's whole shot cool. where they go out and in and stuff like that, they I knew it had to be a soundstage when they showed the outside of the house and flipped it from like sun to dark. Mm. That I was and that. That, that was, was a, a really cool, cool scene, but it was like you could just tell that they just changed the light or yeah. whatever, but it was really cool when they did it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's <laughs> sorry. That's pretty much it for the movie. Unless you guys have anything else you want to say. Nah, man. Okay, well let's let's <laughs> let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks for actually, Alana. We have a couple questions for you Ooh, as okay. a listener. Oh yeah. Uh, first of all, mm-hmm. um, have you watched any of the movies that we've recommended for the first time since we started the podcast? So, like, um, for example, if we did an episode on Sleepaway Camp. Would you go watch the movie before you? I haven't, but um, sometimes Kyle tells me like what you guys are doing. So like the Madeline McCann thing, mm-hmm. I watched the whole documentary before you guys talked about it so that Perfect. I could listen to it. And that was awesome. Yeah, so that was probably a bit of a fucking shambles. <laughs> no, I love that episode because I listen. When Kenny said he listens to a lot of true crime, so do I. Because, mm. you know, 
True crime's cool. What we do. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love, I listen to probably about 15 true crime podcasts. I just love them. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, so it was really interesting because I felt like I was listening. It was just something different too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I appreciated that. That was good. So, um, so yes, I do. What would be your favorite movie out of all the movies we've covered on the podcast so far? For your review, um, I really enjoyed both Pet Cemeteries. I think both of them. Yes, I. Interesting. Um, the reason I like takes over here. <laughs> the reason I liked both of them was that um, it seemed like you guys, um, like you and Kyle, obviously had seen it a couple times. The beginning, mm-hmm. um, the first one, and then going to see it in the theater. I love that continuity. That like, okay, this is the first yeah. one. This is the second one. Because I was telling my partner, I was like, we should watch it. And he was like, well, the first one or the second one. I was like, both, because the podcast does this and it's cool and we should watch both of them. Yeah. So I really, and yeah. I thought, yeah, just the dialogue. on Well, I'm glad you good. enjoyed it because we fucking hated it. <laughs> it was, I, I didn't know. <laughs> it was a cool, it was a cool idea to yeah. do it, but it was hard. It yeah. was, yeah. it was probably after I spilled all that cherry Coke on myself. So I started thinking, is this a good idea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, as a viewer, yeah, I, um, I liked that. I liked in the dialogue in those two episodes was really good like the banter and stuff so i, I got like. two more questions for you oh, i'm ready uh the second last one uh why midnight meat train because okay i probably <laughs> <laughs> i probably watched it about 10 years ago and i just remember being like nobody will believe me that i watched this movie yeah. first off <laughs> because it's so ridiculous yeah bradley cooper just puts it all on display right and like the first um what's it called um, the, the, uh, the name of it, Midnight Meat Train, people are going to be like, oh, sure, you watched Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> and um, also... Yeah, what a I... horrible name for a movie. <laughs> 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 to try to get people to believe that it's a horror. No, guys, it's a horror, I swear. And um, I worked at a UFC store, and I'm, I love Rampage Jackson, and he was made a cameo in it. So that's the other reason I liked it. But um, yeah, it was, I don't know, I just... I thought it would be funny. I thought you guys would get something out of it. It was kind of a bad movie, but there was a twist at the end. Yeah, the ending was worth it for it was me. Still, it yeah. was still a good watch. Like, yeah. I enjoyed watching it. It was definitely I didn't think you'd hate yourselves afterwards like the movie last week. <sighs> yeah, no, so. I, I remember watching it thinking, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of bad movies, uh, what was your least favorite? Uh, yeah. Um, last week, I didn't like last week's because you guys literally <laughs> sounded defeated after watching. I, the movie. I was exhausted. I could tell, and Kyle was sick. I gotta, and yeah, I, I gotta say, like me being sick, I know didn't help my situation. Well, I think the thing is, is you were both kind of like low energy, sick, not I even was, really yeah, wanting I, to I, be there. To I be started really fucking tired, and mm-hmm. the wow. movie just sapped Did you, like, every last bit of energy. <laughs> literally, I when I asked you. If we actually had to finish the movie, I was being serious. Because, <laughs> like, I was like, is there a point? Could we just go record it and just say we couldn't make it through? Like, <laughs> I was just ready, but I was also dying a little bit. So. Yeah, you were. You, yeah. I walked, as soon as I walked in and saw him, I was like, oh, Jesus. Look the state of it. And that's probably why you got sick. Yeah, man, I was not feeling fresh over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and I was actually pretty sick before that, too, before you yeah, were. There, there, yeah, there was you. a lot of people just the past couple oh, of weeks. That have been I was going to say, is that part of this that I get sick afterwards? Is well, only piece of it? have you been protected against, like, hepatitis and stuff? <laughs> I mean, 
I'm breathing into Kyle's spit screen do you, here. Do, so. you, do you have your electric shot? <laughs> I'll ask Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming and watching the movie with us. I'm glad you got to enjoy it. Um, thanks, Kyle and Patrick, for making me revisit this. Um, I do love you guys, and I appreciate that you do come every week, <laughs> even though it sounds like I'm, I'm not very happy right now. I do appreciate it. Um, if you guys are interested in following um, what other movies we're going to be watching, you can get in touch with us and follow us on social media. You totally uh, should. They're awesome. Twitter, at Life with Kenny, which I don't really do because everybody on Twitter is just like a fucking negative fucking asshole who just posts about how the waiter brought their salad late. Uh, Instagram at Life with Kenny Pod and they post about their salad being brought late on there. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Facebook Life with Kenny Podcast. Um, <clears throat> we post movie nights every Friday and uh, Life Legends episodes every Tuesday, where we talk about uh, I guess like conspiracies stories. We lay it all out. Um, this next episode, I think I'm trying to think of when this will come out. Friday. So Life Legends will be out on Tuesday. And we're going to be talking about... Well, He looks very confused now for anyone that I'm, can't see his I'm, face. The reason I'm saying this now is because um, I want to give everybody a heads up. I'm going to be talking about a lot of the uh, Nazi experiments that they did and uh, theoretical Ooh, weapons sketch. and stuff. Interesting. Because the following week, next movie night, next Friday, we will be watching Overlord. Yeah, we will. Mm. Um, right Patrick, on. did you have a movie for after that picked out yet? Is it, is it The Descent? Yes, it is. The Descent? It is. Okay, so you guys can watch those in preparation. And then preparation. we're going to get back into some comedies or something. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's some heavy movies. Well, we got to yeah. watch Dr. Giggles at some point, too. But uh, that, that one might have to wait a bit, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in this week. And uh, Alana, you want to sign us out here? I do. I would just like to say, fuck Judge Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little right harsh. Up, yeah. I need to stand up because my crotch is you don't well even, sweaty as well. You and don't thanks even, for having me. I really, this was fun. And thanks for coming. Some harsh words. You don't even know Judge Reinhold. Yeah, but he sucks. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, he really does. Get some sleep, Vince, shit. and uh, get a life. Yeah. Get a life. Yeah. Stop listening. <laughs>